to the J Train Podcast. Coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again, Round Ball Rock. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how the whole ball rolls down the court. You listen to the show. You make it your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Then that bitch listens. They listen to the show. They get their laughs. They tag a bitch. And so on and so forth. You can see the Bulls play the Jazz tonight at 9 on NBC. Welcome back. Very excited. It's been a while since we taped. I, I, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm pumped about the response to Tuesday's episode. That People really... Oh, Shelby's mic. Shelby's here on the ones and twos. Yeah, now you're plugged in. I can hear some humming. This is a live production, people. You never know what's going to happen. Shelby, I can hear it now. All right. Nope, not anymore. Going to have to make some cuts here. We'll get out of this out in, produ- in post-production. We're unplugging mics. We're replugging mics. A re- oh, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Now, Shelby... Hello. There he is. There he is. We're back. We're here at Feather Studios, live studio audience as usual, packed to the gills. It's, it, it's really unbelievable. They come every episode. They come every week. And um, <laughs> Shelby, what, what, you know, it's, what were we even talking about? We were talking about how great James Madden's episode was. Tuesday's episode, I got, like, sometimes I expect it. I'm like, okay, this is the one where the girl's going to write to me that she's been crying all day because it really (laughs) touched her soul. And then sometimes I'm like, that was fun for me. (laughs) You know, I loved doing that episode. But who knows what these people... I don't really... Think about you, <laughs> the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a show that I would like, and I hope that that will attract the people. The Tuesday episode, people went to the ha zone and got what they wanted. This light really hit him with some haws. A lot of haws. I mean, Ben Higgins, special guest. You don't have that on every podcast. Not on this one, not on anyone. Not on anyone. He doesn't really do a lot of press. Uh, James Mattern, go follow him. He was fantastic, and... Uh, I, I just want to say to people, if you missed that one, go back and check it out. A lot of laughs. Uh, my girlfriend even, you know, she was into it. She was like, uh, she was. She said at the end, the, the conversation about, you know, telling the girl to, you know, when the girl says she's going to fin- do the blowjob to fruition, mm-hmm. she like loved that whole part. So Pretty cool. Pretty cool. cool. It's pretty cool. So <laughs> I got to say, I'm very excited about today's episode because the laughs don't stop. That's, you know, laughs don't stop. Hashtag laughs don't stop. Hashtag road to laugh zone. Hashtag uh, yellow brick laugh zone. I, 
Very excited about today's guest, an OKP, original key player, hashtag OKP, hashtag original key player. <laughs> Mike Cannon, thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me, pal. I did not chime in early. You're in. No, you didn't chime. You were... Because last time I did, and I got scalded by yeah, Shelby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're... Get him out of here. No. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I could laugh at Trump saying get out of here all day long. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. I love the little gravel in his voice, too, to show his real intent. It's so Oh, hell no. You're right. We can't bring up the name that shall not be said. That is kind of what Trump is now. Is he divisive? A little bit. A little bit. I've heard. And that is like one of those things that like the minute on a podcast, especially his name comes up, it's like, here we go. Like. Here comes the tweets. Uh-oh. Like, it's like talking about the state of comedy. People are like, plus 15, plus 15. Yeah, get me out of here. Yeah, foghorn goes off. I want to talk about a couple of things. Before we get to the emails, okay? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're taping on Wednesdays now. I feel a little... I feel like it is a good day for us to be taping. Maybe that's Hello. why... Hey. <laughs> Maybe that's why... The episodes have been getting such a great response. It's like you got that. You still got your energy. Yes. From the week. It's I'm at my prime. Yes. I'm at full cock. So this I, is the full comeback. This is the full comeback. Because especially this is a. So I haven't drank in a while, but mm. usually I would drink Thursday through Sunday pretty recklessly. Sure. And then Monday through Wednesday would basically be trying to right the ship and yeah, get yeah, back yeah. to homeostasis. I'm, I'm, yeah. Monday life is turning around. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the week. <laughs> Tuesday you're feeling a little better, yeah. and Wednesday peak power. Wednesday peak power, and then Wednesday night you go. Man, I should have a drink. I'm ready to destroy I think this. I, I think I could do this. I think I, you know, I can do one drink tonight. I can handle it. You know, that moment where you're like, no, I'm a one drink guy. Yeah. And then you're one rosé and you're like, oh, shots? Of course. <laughs> bring the bottle. Yeah, bring it over. <laughs> we used to play this game in college called Pass the Bottle. And to call it a game is very kind. Uh, we would <laughs> literally just take a bottle and be like, you chug, you chug, yeah. you chug. And then I went abroad and I was abroad with like, like uh, you, it's funny to see like with a bunch of NYU people. Sure. And then you're like, let's play past the bottle. They're like, Penn State is a different country, huh? You know, like, <laughs> like there's something wrong with you people. We make martinis at my school. Yeah. Well, this is Shelby brings up a great point. I've been traveling. I, I went on vacation last week. You look, uh, you look primed. I'm, like, I got a nice little glow going. Went to Aruba and Ooh. just sat on the beach, sat on my big fat ass, and <laughs> at like eleven, I would do that thing. Right at eleven thirty in the morning, I go, I'd look at Jess. I'd be like, "Is it time? Oh yeah, it's time." Let's have that first drink. The fact that you waited till 11.30 is well, like true restraint. We did have a thing where we were like, okay, we're going to do the gym in the morning. We're going to have a good breakfast, get our chairs, and get it go. And then like sit. So we were out there by like 10.30 in the morning. And then like take that first dip. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, beach by noon. That's a, that's a mentality of this show. Beach by noon. Uh, hashtag beach by noon. <laughs> we live by that motto. So we were out on the beach... Yeah, about 10.30 in the morning. Well, you go get the chairs. This is why everyone should marry a Jewish woman. Sure. And I'm going to... I'm gonna Let me say something for the Jewish women out there. See, I went Italian. I went less educated Jew. Less educated. <laughs> better fighter. Better fighter. <laughs> better. 
<laughs> better. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I hear you. I, maybe Italian women do this too, but I know, I know my mom, and I've been living a lifetime of this. Of getting beach by noon is the mentality, uh, but beach chairs by six a.m. Mm-hmm. is the other thing. Grab as many beach chairs as possible where you have them in your possession and then you divvy them out. Oh, that is the ultimate people. Jewish and then, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is the, full Jew. A beach chair banker. Beach chair banker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Every Jewish woman is a beach chair banker. They go down to the beach at like before sunrise and they put like, they'll put like a a toenail clipper on the seat, okay? <laughs> Something, like, small and shiny. And then and then they'll put on, like, six seats. Toenail clipper here, half a magazine page a here. Uh, what's <laughs> like a hair tie yeah, ribbon. a hair tie. And then one bag that they were okay to lose. You <laughs> know, Get like, a life juice. Uh, yeah, listen, this is our lives. Uh <laughs> I mean, if, if if Jews of the 20s knew that these were the issues that Jews were dealing with today, they'd fucking go crazy. They'd be happy. They'd be like, we did it. We made it. Yeah, we marched for a reason. Yeah, this is what got us to beach chair problems. So the beach chair banker, so she'll take six of the chairs. This is what all it's Jewish It's like the suffragettes do. seeing the marches of today, and they're like, oh, they're wearing pussy hats. I suppose we did okay. I think we did okay. Yeah, I think, I think we're, we've made it. Oh, wow. This is crazy. Um, they, they're wearing pussy hats and men are asking for fingers in their butt. <laughs> Holy shit. The world's gone crazy. Wow, utopia does exist. We, we did it. We're, 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 we're assaulting men with our hands. Yeah, wow, now this. Rosie the Riveters are just rolling up their sleeve to finger a guy in the ass. <laughs> so we're, so we're, this is what Jews, Jewish women do. They go to the beach, get all the chairs. So what was nice is seeing Jess take on that you know it was in her it mm-hmm. was it was in her jeans yeah you know she walked down and was like well we gotta get to the beach seven o'clock we gotta make sure we have all of them you know set up and then what happens is you get back at 9 30 10 when you're done with the things you want to do mm-hmm. and you see that if you see someone even look at a chair that you've designated as your own you start screaming at them <laughs> If they even look in the direction of a chair that had a toenail clipper on it, you go, hey, hey, hey." yeah, we that was ours. And then a fight. uh, Then they go, well, what do you and it's like some, you know, it's it's just some person that like from the Midwest being like, well, I didn't see anything on this chair. They go, the toenail clipper. It's clearly shimmering in the sun. What are you talking? We we came down here at seven (laughs) o'clock. We ate matzah for this. You know, like, <laughs> we claim prime real estate and we will sell it to you at a, yeah, at a you, cost. You can have the seat when we're done with it, maybe. <laughs> you know, and then it becomes this like weird fight. But that, that was nice. That's why Jewish women, you know. What a beautiful thing. I have beautiful. completely let down my wife in every possible <laughs> yeah. way beach-wise. So, how so? Because she is similar to that where she's yeah. a 6 a.m. get up, will get up. completely claim her space. Mm-hmm. She has the skin that absorbs sun and creates, you know, yeah, a yeah. beautiful tone on she's her body. olive in four seconds. Dude, and I am this blotchy, reflective piece <laughs> of shit that has to be under the most coverage yeah. possible. And she is just livid that she's signed her life to me. I'm just like, no, I need proper. I I gotta say, beach is part of like a red flag deal breaker of some sort where you're like, 
how does this person beach? Yeah. You know, we talked on last episode with uh, with James about, you know, there should be airplane airport next. There should be a dating show <laughs> where you see how people go through the airport and you're like, uh-uh, you're out. <laughs> like, like if they take their shoes off at TSA pre, like, oh, no, no, fuck you. You're done. We'll never make it. There should be beach next yeah where it's like, i'd be out on both because i go to the airport on like a hundred milligrams of thc oh my, my wife my wife You're, leads me through like i'm yeah. a blind man <laughs> that's someone that is someone i don't want to be behind where they're literally like unpacking they're going through like the security and they're just un like turning their backpack inside out yeah. and you're like you don't have to do this like it's me in the back going like what do we do? like i am an animal yeah. at the airport oh i can imagine yeah oh i, I mean, i'm questioning not not only should I take my shoes off, what are shoes yeah. and why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you'd be questioning <laughs> the existence of shoes and I'd be in the back. And what I do, I turn into an old Jewish woman when I get to the airport. I'm like, come on, people. <laughs> you know, like I'm just yelling, I can vault. Pushing like, up imaginary glasses yeah. on the bridge of your nose. So I'm happy to have my kid here. All of you need to go follow Mike, even though he's not great at the beach. At I am Mike Cannon on Instagram. At I am Mike Cannon. On Instagram, it's posted on my Instagram right now. So give him a little clickeroo and go follow him. He is doing something very cool. He is taping his first comedy special. Yeah. This is exciting. This is fun. This is a comedy special. And you're taping it from the Village Underground. I just did a show there this week. Thank you to everyone who came. Also, if you're going to get tickets to my Village Underground shows... Let me, let me, sorry to side no, note. No, please. Make a reservation for you and your friends. Don't do, this is what brought up the beach chair thing. <laughs> is now the beach chair bankers become reservation bankers uh-huh. because people who come to these shows have figured out, well, they sell out and they'll go, well, I'll just get seven reservations and 70 tickets under our seven friends. Right. And then they're like, oh, and seven of us showed up. So now, fuck it. I guess 80 people, you know, 80 seats are just... <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're, don't make multiple reservations for you and your group. Make the one... And I don't know if I'm explaining it right. I get, it, I get what you're saying, though. Like, yeah, you're saying multiple people are making multiple big reservations. Yeah, and then... And they're trying to basically sell off the reservation as the date gets closer. They don't even sell it off. So right. what happens is my show is sold out on Monday for over a month. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't have to promote it. I don't have to say anything. And then people showed up and they were like, yeah, we don't need half the reservation. Ugh, God. So you're, I'm like, okay, well now we've lost, like there's like a bunch of open seats. We could have had people coming. That, yeah. Exactly. And, and Feather Nation Studios is not having that. And standby is a big commitment because you're going down there with no guarantee if that you're going to see a that, show. If you hear that it's sold out, you're like, fuck it, I'll go to the next one. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, so if you're going to make a reservation, make it for just your group. Um, Mike Cannon's taping his special The Village Underground November 4th. He's doing two shows because you want to get two tapings. Yeah, for sure. You want to get two for safety to make sure that you get it all in. Mm -hmm. So right now, the tickets are 15 bucks, but that's pretty cool. You can be a part of a special taping. Yeah, and you know, it's it's a little bit different like I was telling you, it's got like kind of a theme to it and there's mm-hmm. going to be some uh, some cameos and stuff because everybody's doing our specials and they're sure. putting out straight stand up and I think that's great. That's always been a goal of mine, but I'm trying to put out something a little bit different for people to, uh, you a know. A little bit creative, a little yeah. bit different, a little bit fun. But listen, I want people to go to the show cuz Mike is hilarious. So go get tickets. Um 
uh, 8 and 10 o'clock, November 4th. What's the best place to go? Uh, it's pinned on my Twitter, at I am Mike Cannon. It's in the bio of my Instagram, at I am Mike Cannon, or it's at MikeCannonComedy.com or ComedySolid.com. And I know I just made a whole speech about not getting reservations. Don't get reservations you won't show up for, but you can get a reservation now. Oh, yeah. And... You know, you'll see what happens and you just, know, just, just get, get them. Yeah, get the reservation. Just, make not... a 200 person reservation. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want the illusion I'm doing well. Yeah. The show. <laughs> Who cares about making money? It's all about is it good on Instagram? It's just me performing for my for my wife and my <laughs> child who has too few kid. vaccinations to be there. <laughs> you have a kid. Yeah, man. Yeah, how I got a kid f- to feed. Come out. How do you feel? It's great. I mean, that's the that's the funny thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike couldn't find a sitter, so the kid is here. He's here. He's, he's watching, here. and he's not happy. Not happy. But that's a, like you were saying. Your girl listens to your podcast, and she's on like a week-to-week basis. She's, mm. She knows who was there last or on Tuesday, mm. which was incredible. This is going forever. <laughs> well, fucking shut your baby up. <laughs> it's not our problem. My wife. It, I told a story about how like I almost dropped our kid, and mm. I she found out about it three weeks after I told it. <laughs> Because she's Did you just like drop our kid. Oh, I forgot about that story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, you know, you got to figure it out somehow. But she stayed <sighs> asleep while I did it. It was horrifying because really, I'm, yeah. We. Have I think this- everyone. This is one of those things that like every you know, it's what's going on right now is there's a lot of 22 year old people with strong opinions on everything. Sure, and they'll tell people how to live their lives and whatever. And then you have a baby. You're 34, and you're like, yeah, I dropped it. <laughs> and everyone who's had a baby goes, been there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like everyone has that whole, yeah, I almost fucking <laughs> yeah. shat myself. <laughs> and a 22-year-old might go, oh, you can't drop your baby. Child services! Right, immediately. Check his tweets! <laughs> Please don't. What's wrong with him? <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 get the police. You know, like, you know, I hear, because drop my baby, I've heard that before. You know, yeah. like, yeah, it happened. Dude, dude, so we have this thing. We have the bassinet, which is this snoo machine. Have you mm, heard of this no, thing? No, I haven't heard of anything other than dropping babies. Yeah, so it, it's a bassinet <laughs> that basically re recreates the womb. So it, like, it, like it swirls the baby. It gives these crazy noises, a- and it kind of puts the baby Another thing the people from the 20s would be angry to hear about existing today dude, i can't believe i have one of those too dude, wait what <laughs> a man-sized one that's how shelby gets I could, to sleep at dude, night i could picture you strapping yourself into a snoo and just <laughs> wait a minute so wait doesn't i actually have heard of it i think i saw a video of it like it rotates in a little bit of a it circle rotates and you literally snap uh, you strap the kid into like a sleeping bag situation yeah and they can't move and it's like perfect for sleep like they they just immediately are shelby put to sleep one at home. that is yeah. unbelievable <laughs> Uh, so what ha- the bassinet is like right near my bed and there's like a finite amount of space in between sure. bed and thing so it's like four in the morning I'm like sh- you know trying to get this kid to calm down a little yeah. bit he's freaking out I'm letting my wife yeah, sleep he's a real crier we just heard it just he's now he's a real piece of shit yeah. so <laughs> I- I'm walking I finally get him you know at a rate where I can put him down and I'm just walking towards the bassinet and of course I trip on a cord a leg of the thing or oh, whatever no. and I'm just 
in my like in front of me as if I'm like outstretched catching a football. Yeah, and, you know, is my baby, and he's just kind of blankly looking at me, not understanding the like, peril he's, he's in. He's looking at you, going, "I knew I should have stayed in there. <laughs> this was a mistake." <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like I'm falling with my body and athleticism that I've never had. Yeah, it kicks in, and I completely flip my back while I'm holding the baby. But this is what happened. You went into paternal instincts. Yeah. Yeah, look at at the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, at the buzzer. <laughs> and I don't even land on my bed. I land on the corner of my bed. That's how much you love the baby. Dude, and I kick the bottom of my snoo. I shattered every oh bone my in my foot. And I just hit the corner, bounce right back onto my feet, put the kid down in the snoo without a hiccup, sit down and like cry for 10 minutes. <laughs> Are just, you crying more now that the baby exists? I mean, I've always been a crier, but okay. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly emotional. Do you look at it and you go like, holy, like it just break down? Yeah, I mean, more so in the beginning. Now mm. it's kind of like, it's it's more of a happy, I can't believe, like almost trippy Is it type of boring? Feeling. This is the there, one. There are boring moments, yeah, this, for sure. Because I, I have like... It's funny to hear men talk about the baby, you know, because they'll go like, I'll talk to my buddies and like, this is the conversation that like, I don't know if women have. Women probably have their own conversations about it that I can't understand. But I, I do have these behind closed doors moments with men who have just had a baby and they'll go, yeah, it just kind of fucking sits there. they're not as hair on fire as for sure i would think they would be yeah my kid started smiling relatively early which Mm. thankful for him because it gave me a reason to care for him sure (laughs) before well if you won't laugh at my jokes then (laughs) then i got nothing out of my life i have no ability do you know what i mean like that's my superpower is to make kids laugh sure so i'm basically doing grunt work and trying to like (laughs) keep this kid alive with no reward system in place at all for yeah, me. Yeah, no, this so is I'm a like, selfless this is, thing. This sucks. Yeah, it's wearing thin. <laughs> so but, listen, everyone needs to go follow at <laughs> I am Mike Cannon. He's got a baby. Okay? <laughs> he needs you now. Okay? I do. I he truly needs do. You. He, needs, he needs you to get involved. And come to the show uh, November 4th, 8 and 10 at the Village Underground. The link is in his bio. Go, 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 go. Um, one more announcement. Because I know we're going going long on the on the beginning. Um, listen, people, I have an announcement. Ring that bell, Shelby. R- yep, big announcement. Good bell. My stand-up album is out right now. Oh hell yeah! That's right. Alert the presses. Great Alert. name too. Always a mama bear. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The album is out. I haven't really talked about it as much here or anywhere until we now I've now you're saying, Jared, come on. I've seen 30 posts. Um, <laughs> I no, I kind of waited on really like putting the word out about it. I did a weekend at Gotham in New York City, Gotham Comedy Club. A lot of you were there. All the shows sold out. And Saturday night of the shows, we we're like, let's tape it. Fuck let's yeah. fucking do it. So. We tape both shows um, with a sound crew and all that stuff. And that's like that's Sir, you do it with Serpico, right? Yeah, that's Jim, like that's his thing because he did Brewers. He's doing unannounced. albums, yeah, doing a lot great. of albums, and he is you know it's great work. We've worked together a long time, and this is like this is hard work. It's hard work. I've worked hard for a long time. It's it's a long road, you know. It's like and uh, who is that? Everyone at the Emmys? <laughs> yeah, who was that? <laughs> Lady Gaga. Lady oh. Gaga. Okay, uh, so listen, I will. 
the album is great. It's uh, it's it's not really something I like. You know, I, I was I'm excited about it. Yeah, you um, should be. And all of you can listen to it right fucking now. If you're on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, go on whatever you stream music. You can also listen to comedy albums, yep. stand up. And some of you are like, "What's a stand up comedy album?" That's that's an actual thing. People have that asked me. That, I yeah. get that. I'm not. I didn't grow up on stand up albums. I didn't. I have no. Oh, really? I a podcast is more normal to me than a stand up album. Huh. Um, because I listened to talk radio my whole life. so But I never really was like going through the vinyls sure. of Richard Pryor. That wasn't my thing. Um, so I understand where you're coming from. I go, what's a stand-up? So basically, a stand-up comedy album is the cousin to a podcast. It is you're in the room while a show's going on. You can hear the drinks clinking. You can hear the audience laughing. And you're getting a taste of uh, what I do on stage. And it's uh, you kind of can close your eyes during a, you know, close your eyes and and feel like you're in the room with us. And uh, you can be on a road trip and be like, okay, this is a beginning, middle, and end. This is an actual uh, piece. piece. It's a piece that's been put out and produced for you. Podcasts, you know, we're here fucking sitting here talking out of our asses yeah this is written stuff that's uh i've been working on for years as 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 sad as that sounds but um so i would can love- i give an endorsement please because I, uh, I, I, I you know I, I i gotta say you're you're one of the funniest comics oh, i know thanks, i've known man. you for a really long time we actually made our tv debut mm-hmm. together on mtv's philosophy Th- this is true and uh i mean this is a lot of philosophy fans lot come, of philosophy. come to this Honestly, I still get tweets from Australia. They're like, really? when's it coming back? <laughs> yeah. like, never. never. I think Hassan has moved on to other things. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> and uh, I think I've aged out of MTV yeah. <laughs> years ago. But, I mean, you're you're such a great comic. This Thanks, is long man. overdue. And uh, this is, it, it's fucking exciting to see you put out an hour. And, uh, you know, these uh, people are going to be really pumped to hear well, it. Well, I think it's cool because I have people come to the stand-up shows because I promote them here. Um, and they, they come based on good faith that they yeah. like the podcast and they're like, okay, I'll go to this other thing that I don't know. And then they come up to me and the best compliment is I didn't know what this was going to be. And this <laughs> is as funny, if not better than the podcast that you put out that yeah. I already love. So that's the greatest compliment of all. Um, you can pause right now. Amazon, Pandora, Apple music, LimeWire, LimeWire. Um, that's and- still out there. I, I'm going to put it on there. Okay, oh, yeah. there we go. Um, <laughs> um, what you need to do, though, uh, here's free ways to get J-Train paid. That's what this segment's called. Hide the money, y'all. That's There's right. poor people around. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was my favorite Chappelle show line. That's right. Free ways to pay your boy, Papa JT. Go on Spotify. Share it on Instagram. Share it and kick, click that thumbs up button. That's big on, on Pandora. Pandora. The thumbs up button is huge. These are ways every time you hit a thumbs up, it streams even more and puts a little shekel in my pocket. And if you've been listening to this for a long time, you're like, I, yeah, I guess I have been listening for free for a long time. These are ways that you can help out your boy and uh, get involved with the and listen to an album that I am proud of. So yeah. it's called Always a Mama Bear. You just search Jared Freed. It's in the uh, right now because it's Friday. It's out today. You can go click links and all my shit. It's out there. Share it, share it, share it. Like, like, like. Get it all up that the charts shit. while those still exist, Get it exist up the charts, too. Apple Music, all that stuff. Do it. Do it. Let's do some emails. You ready? 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Speaking of uh, getting paid, Brewmate, we're sponsored, people. Brewmate, Brewmate, Brewmate. Don't you love, don't you just love warm alcohol? Well, neither did <laughs> Dylan, the founder of Brewmate. That's why he made it Brewmate's mission to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Brewmate's stylish, insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. Whatever your taste in beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temp. Here's what I'll say about Brewmate. I got a bunch of it. Mm. It's awesome. You know what's awesome about it? They thought of all the drinks. They don't just have a beer koozie. They got a wine salator. They got wine cups. They got wine glasses. They got, they got a beer can, one that can go over a beer can. They got one over a beer bottle. They've thought of every type of drinkable beverage and how to make it cold. And Brewmate, especially tailgate season, are you kidding me? Tailgate season, you pour a bottle of wine in the wine salator, you can toss that across the tailgate and without worrying about shattering. <laughs> it's my favorite beverage. The and it best. cuts down on public in, uh, drinking tickets. This is, pro- this yeah. is, listen, this is true. This is soup. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I drink soup from this wine-shaped <laughs> insulated bottle. Like, it's beef barley. So I, I, I can't speak about this product enough because it really aligns with the mission of this show, which is to have a good time. Uh, out in public around little children. So this is <laughs> the perfect thing. So don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit brewmate.com and add code JTRAIN. That's brewmate.com, code JTRAIN, 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 to get 15, that's 1-5% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to brumate.com, code JTRAIN, brewmate.com, Code J Train. Let's do some emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Mike Cannon. I am Mike Cannon on Instagram and Twitter. Thoughts. I like this email because it, it kind of like brings us into the show. Hello, J Train. It's it's your boy. Longtime listener since the TFM days. I've been looking for an excuse to email in for quite some time. But I have an issue. I, I uh but I, whenever I have an issue, I think what would J Train say? And that clears it up. Instead of asking you for advice, you got to get those bracelets made. I got to, right? Yeah. Um, I have two notes I'd like to share. A Ooh. little sharing time. Nice. Shelby did acid on a Sunday night. Okay, we go in the Wayback Machine. Shelby, will mm-hmm. you confirm? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you start? I just took a small amount of acid on a Sunday night. Apart from being impulsive, I'm realizing that Sunday night might actually be the best night to take acid. I've never taken... Have you? Yeah, I took it at an Orthodox Jewish wedding. Oh, good. Wild. Nice. (laughs) Kanahora. I was dancing Uh, my heart out. (laughs) Well, we all know Sunday scaries, but Sunday night almost feels as though it's the calmest part of Sunday, and it deserves a unique form of relaxation. You drink during the week, and on the weekend, unpopular opinion or not, I believe Sundays are for acid. Um, I'm not going to endorse that, but uh, Shelby, would, uh, would I don't even know. What do you think? I mean, it's not Sunday a f- night a good night for that stuff. I uh, no. Here's, no, no, no. Can, can I give a little? Sure. So here's the thing: Sunday night, maybe, but you got to take it during a football game early in the day yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, a man. twelve to thirteen hour that was, experience. That's what I was. I was like, oh, this feels nice. And then after a while, I was like, I'd like to go to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> please, robot please, elves, please. let me close my eyes. He has another note. That time you said you pissed through your fly. 
I can't understand or get that off my mind. Feather, feather. How do you get the fly <laughs> wide enough to not scratch yourself? Is the act of opening a hole in your fly not physical, physically awkward or difficult? Uh, much to think about. What do you think? Uh, so we were just talking what about... What kind of a Coke can cock does this guy have where <laughs> his fly is not wide dick, enough? Big swing. Maybe he's just bragging. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, yeah, he's like, here's some can, thoughts. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Coke bottle dick uh, 85. Uh, what do you... do? You, what do you go through or uh, over the head? I pull, I pull my pants down like a four-year-old. Yeah, like the, kindergar- my the kindergarten pee? <laughs> yeah. We used to have guys in my fraternity do that at fraternity parties. Really? They would go into the bathroom do a kindergarten pee. And, and I used to do like that a, to fuck around at bars. Yeah. Like when I was just shit faced, I would just pull my pants <laughs> all the way down to my ankles. And especially if they had the long trough piss yeah. thing where there's no walls or any oh barriers. My God, fun. I would just be, you know, like Winnie the Pooh. I mean, <laughs> I watched two guys yesterday, two men. I'm on the corner of 21st and 6th Avenue, okay? Two guys, they see each other from far away. They go, like, you could obviously, they hadn't seen each other in a while. They mm-hmm. go, whoa! They walk up to each other. They give a big hug. While they're hugging, their faces go into each other and kiss by accident. I got news for you. That means you're gay. (laughs) I I then watched, like, I'm, like, across the street watching this whole thing go down. Uh They started looking around like, what the fuck? Like, like they were like, I don't think they're really hugging anytime soon again. But I was like, that made me think of that. But also, I got news for you. That means you get <laughs> that part of town. It's completely acceptable. Oh, they no, could have just no, made it. Nobody, <laughs> nobody would have. New York City. No. I was thinking about that the other day. I could have. I, I was like, I could have a shirt that was like riding up on my like on my belly. Yeah, and have my like my navel out, and people were like, yeah. Guys just expressing himself. That's how he dresses. <laughs> Not only like, that, no you'd be one a would hot be like, hey, commodity. Nobody would be like, pull down your shirt, sir. Right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> everyone just think that's how I dress. Yeah. Like that. When I saw that though, because it was Chelsea, I was like, I, I, but the, the way they reacted to each other was like, oh my god, life is over. Like they had to oh, go yeah. like burn themselves. But let's do some more emails. Uh, I like this one for you. Um, how to get back together. Jared, feather, feather. I wrote to you a few months ago and you gave me some great advice. So hope you can help me again. I was dating a guy for the last six months and I really like him. I feel like we get along great and can really see a future with him. Two weeks ago, he broke up with me saying he was feeling too overwhelmed being in a relationship. He felt like it became a lot of pressure for him to have to text, see me so often and all around balance in his life. For reference, he's 23 and just moved into the city with his three best friends, so definitely having a lifestyle change. We were fighting a lot about little things, and he said it made him feel made him re- uh, relate seeing me with stress and want to see me less. Afterwards, he immediately said he isn't sure if he made the right decision, but isn't sure jumping back into a relationship is the right move either. We have continued to talk every day since. We have seen each other once since uh, to talk and are going to see each other again tonight. He said because he is unsure if he wants to take things slow, uh, he wants to take things slow and seeing each other less than normal, though, I guess, and talk to each other still, but no sleepovers, including each other in plans with friends and family, etc. Going from being in a relationship and doing all the things and being together three times a week, just feel going from being in a relationship and doing all those things and being together three times a week just feels weird to now go back to less. And I do not see how spending less time together would help us figure this out. Is there any chance we can get back to being in a relationship for here 
Is going slow the right option rather than jumping back in? Does he just not like me enough and that's why he got overwhelmed? Any thoughts if this uh, on this can actually work would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. So I, I like this email for you as the guest because you're with your wife who you now have a baby with. Yeah, yeah. But you guys met in high school. We met in uh, fifth grade. Fifth Yeah, we were neighbors. Grade. How, I mean, so if you could tell the audience, and I know we've talked about this when you've been on the show before, but mm-hmm. like, you guys didn't just go from fifth grade on. No, no. We w- and we were boyfriend, girlfriend in fifth grade, you know, as yeah. you do, you hug, and that's the biggest, you know, story <laughs> the school has ever seen. Yeah. But, um, so we, yeah, on and off, I, I, we dated in middle school, like sixth and seventh. We dated most of the year, but then we'd always break up at some point because, you know, you have some sort of childhood fight. Sure. You have the sixth and seventh grade thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Then we dated, uh, dated a little bit in eighth, but we mostly hated each other that year. Sure. Then ninth and ta- uh, ninth and tenth, we dated. Then we did not date eleventh and twelfth, but we always remained good friends. And then we'd hook up throughout college whenever we were on a break with our significant others. And then yeah. after college, when the uh, sorry to bring this up, but when the Giants beat the Patriots oh, to ruin their perfect season, we started uh, we started dating again. And that's the final time that we got together. So, but this is how did you come back together? Like, was there? Does this email that she, does this version mm-hmm. did it happen this way for you? Uh, this is a little bit different. So what I think this is happening right now is this guy definitely likes this chick, mm. but he did just move to the city. He's living with his boys. He wants to go out. He's seeing them have a fun single time out with no responsibility, nobody to check in with. Yeah. And then he wants a taste of that. But what probably happened is he went out a handful of times, realized getting laid is difficult, yeah. and then was like, oh, I'm going to reconnect with this girl and see if we can meet up a handful of times yeah. a week so I can, you know, say she some needs and also keep that let me see if i can fuck someone i'm already comfortable with yeah instead of having uncomfortable nights where you end up alone of course yeah and and i i think for her you know i'm speaking to someone who is married with a baby Mm -hmm. to someone who you came back to yes so she's like she and i don't think that is to be perfectly honest i don't think that's the normal case no no not at all like and i think she's trying to rely on the abnormal to explain what her normal life would be. She's making the exception the rule. Exception the rule. Yeah. And and it's like, I hear her story, and I hear what she's saying about this guy, and I know where the guy stands. Just like you said, he likes you, but he doesn't like you enough to make you the, the priority. Yeah, and, at least at this point in his life. He's 23. And to make him say, like... He can't just come back to you because of loneliness. He has to come back to you because it's you. Yeah. And right now he's coming back to you because of loneliness. Yep. And it's not because, well, she's great and whatever. Um, she's, and, and I understand where she's like, okay, well, this will get us back on track. To, but I like what she said. She goes, it feels like we're going, you know, it feels weird to go to see each other less to get to be better for the future. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's he's scrambling to, <laughs> to to convince you to fuck him when on his convenient schedule. Totally. Yeah. So that's the sales job he's doing. He's like, well, if we do a little less, then I'll be better off with you. It's like, you have to end this. It has to be definitively ended. It's not going to get better this way. Right. Yeah. No, you have to completely now live your life. You have to live a more right now. You're not being aspired to. You're being settled on. Yeah. 
That's a great way to and, put it. And that's and men love to aspire. Like yeah. the, you know, like this is climbing the mountain, beating the video game. And I'm not saying women don't love to aspire. That's not to doubt. I'm not saying I love you know men do this because they're great. I'm just saying this plays to the male ego and sensibility where it's like I'm gonna get the girl. That's why you know. So and also you know here's the thing about relationships and here's what he's dealing with. He's 23. Yeah. Relationships are like buses. Okay, you get in the bus. And you go to the destination and every stop and buses don't turn around for you. Okay. <laughs> so you get in the bus and you stop the first stop, Parentville. Mm. Then it's moving time, moving town. And then it's uh, engagement uh, land. And then it's, <laughs> and then it's, you know, baby township, baby township. <laughs> and then it's, and then death. So like I, <laughs> So like what he's saying is I don't want to get on the bus. I want right. to stay at this station. I want to do crack at the bus stop. Yeah, that's, that's him. <laughs> yeah. He's the guy at the bus stop who's not getting on the bus. Yeah, he wants to, to jerk off a few more times. Yeah, absolutely. So I know this is hard information. You didn't write in to hear like she's like, well, this work. No, it's ain't going to work this way. No. Yeah, you got to completely let go. Like, unfortunately, the only way that it could get better is if you are completely untethered to him at all. So if he sees yes. you living your life, he's going to now see what he was attracted to in the first and place. And the hardest part about that advice is because you can't dance on the dance floor while looking to see if someone's watching you. Perfect. Yep. And and that's the hardest part about this advice is you only realize it afterwards. Yeah. And and I cuz I we've given this before and I always think to myself I'm like I know they're thinking, okay, because I've gotten the response where it's like, I'm like, you got to end it. You got to go and live your life. And, you know, there's a chance he looks at that and goes, fuck, I, I got to have you back and courts you and aspires to you. Yeah. And then they go, okay, so like, when should I call him after we've finished? Don't. You know, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no. You're done. Jay the, great, the great and sorry to cut the great and shitty oh. part of this advice is that you might move on and find somebody else. That's yeah. both the shitty part and the great part is you might be cutting this guy off and you might find exactly what you were actually looking for in the first place. Yes. And that's hurtful for you now because you're still attached emotionally. You to know this what dude. the best part about her? What she doesn't realize is great. She knows what she wants. Yes. She knows how she wants to feel. Own that. Own that this relationship gave you that knowledge. Yeah, good call. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Dash Lane. Whoo! You know what is? You know what's the hardest thing in the world? Remembering passwords. Yes. I spent half of my life looking up passwords, retyping capitals, not capitals, grandma's fucking old boyfriend that she used to suck off. How do I remember his name? It's a whole thing. I'll never forget him. I'll never you know what I'm saying like you're all yo, was it grandma's cousin's uh you know, you know, bilingual ex? You know, like, oh, is that the name? It sucks, right? Like, well, did I put an exclamation point, a question oh, mark? Yeah. I mean, if we had these minutes back, we'd all be billionaires. This is Bill Gates, that's the secret he has. He used to write down his passwords in one spot and he knew where to find them. But you know, none of us are Bill Gates. That's why you need Dashlane. You should be using Dashlane password management. Dashlane isn't just your average password management app. It's the Ferrari of password managers. That's what Fast Company says because Dashlane saves and auto-fills your login info everywhere across all your devices. Phone, computer, tablet, on any operating system. Here's the thing. And look, at the average person spends 11 hours each year resetting their passwords. 
This is a version of make the mailman work for you. Let's stop this. Stop the madness. Stop the madness. <laughs> Dashlane is an exclusive offer for the J Train listeners. A free. That's free. That's free. That's free. That's uh, that's uh, that's zero dollars free. Thirty day trial of Dashlane Premium to redeem. Go to dashlane.com slash J Train. That's dashlane.com slash J Train. Dashlane.com slash JTrain. If you have more than one password, Dashlane is a no-brainer. Go to Dashlane.com slash JTrain and start your free 30-day trial right now. Fix your password problem once and for all and support the show. Dashlane.com slash JTrain. For money or love, here with Mike Cannon, at I am Mike Cannon. All his info is in my Instagram. Jared, I've been bringing the JTrain podcast binging the J Train podcast ever since being introduced to you on You Up a while back, and I'm hooked. Also, responded to my DM a while ago with some of the best wedding speech advice, and you should consider making it a consulting side gig. Oh, wouldn't you know it? I do have a consulting side gig. Is that true? Patreon.com <laughs> slash Jared Freed. Ten bucks a month get, gets you advice. That's a great thing. Yeah, man. So listen. If and you, want, you put little freebie nuggets out there just for people to kind of Well, find I say the if someone DMs me, I go, yeah, the, here's my one sentence help. Right. If you want more. It's like, you know, in the, uh, in the old days, they give you like the PlayStation starter pack mm -hmm. and you get like one level of yeah. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> and then you're like, fuck, I got to go buy Crash Bandicoot yeah. now. And then you have that shitty game. They underestimated how terrible I was at yeah. video games. So the one round did me <laughs> this fine. This was enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing in because I'm faced with a major dilemma that I have to solve by the end of this week. Crossing my fingers that you'll read this on Friday's episode. Look at that. Wow. I'm a... I'm a kind dictator. <laughs> Short backstory. I recently got out of a six-year relationship in which I was unfaithful, cheated with a coworker. The breakup was shitty and dragged out far too long, but I finally moved on and began dating the other guy. Okay, so now she's with the guy she cheated with. Uh-huh. Um, I know that sounds shitty, and trust me, I feel awful about all of it, but I am truly in love with this person, and now I'm trying to make the best out of a situation I created. Well... She said two different things in that sentence. Yeah. I love this person. I'm trying to make the best out of a situation I created. Those are two different things. Yeah. It sounds like she may have gotten herpes from the second guy and now is pot committed. <laughs> a couple assumptions made, but you know, I, I, I feel that story. I'm leaping. While we had a, a secret love affair on and off for a bit, which came with a whole lot of drama, we are finally officially dating and I'm really happy. I know he is, too. He basically avoided other relationships for three years, hoping I would end up single. We have so much in common. While I don't believe in the one, we have an undeniably deep and meaningful connection, and we see ourselves settling down and getting married to one another someday. The dilemma. I'm extremely career-driven and have built a successful career in hospitality, marketing, and PR. Shout out if you ever want some uh, ski resor resort sponsors. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I want any and all sponsors. I have uh, I have a lifestyle to keep up. Also, what a perfect pe people to. I mean, you are a ski resort person. I, I'm definitely yeah. in. I operate <laughs> ski. Fuck that, dude. I would love that. I've been at my job a little over three years, and I'm ready to take the next step. I was offered my near dream job. Uh, at a very famous resort in the state I live in for a lot of money and a director title. Decently uh, decently into the six-figure range. Wow. Wow. Get me that fucking sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the catch is... I'll quit comedy and be your assistant. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, 10 years from now, 
this I, I go out to wherever she is. She's like comes to the show. She's like, I brought Mike. <laughs> He's my like, assistant. Wow, Jared, wow, remember? You, dude, you took up the you went your assistant that this worked out? <laughs> yeah, I had a baby. Nobody came to the VU. <laughs> <laughs> November fourth, uh, eight and ten, Village Underground. Um, so the catch is it's three hours away from where I live now, and it's not a place I have ever considered moving, and I don't know anyone there. I've always subscribed to the notion that a career should come before a guy. Shout out Lauren Conrad, the girl who never wants to, went to Paris. All right. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's hilarious. Good plug for her. Um, but I am weak for this guy and really want to make uh, it work as I believe we could have a great relationship. We talked about it. We both said we'd be willing to try and make it work long distance. Sh- uh, should I take the job? But we all know long distance relationship is not a good way to start things. And I'm scared we just won't make it work. It's not my current. It's not like my current job isn't good or I need the money. But I still feel like this is a big opportunity. And if I turn it down, I'll be settling in a professional sense. Help. I am. Am I an idiot if I stay where I am and choose love over money and career moves? The fact that um, this conflicted goes against my entire MO. Also, please come to Denver. I'll bring 20 people to your show. She's made a lot of promises. Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> no wonder this cheating thing got out over her head. <laughs> She's like, oh, I swear I'll stay with you. I just got to get rid of this other guy. It's wait three years. You know, P.S. would love a celeb lookalike from Sh- a classic Shelb. Um, so I don't know if you know this. Shelby has a very weird knack for... Celeb lookalikes. Oh no, kidding! What? It looks like Mike Cannon. It looks like Mike <laughs> no, that's that's his profile. What does she look like? We'll go through her account. Very cute. I think this is her. Yeah, love the bodysuit shirt. Oh, the do you best. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I sure Cuts do. women really well. Holy shit! Okay, Shelby, will will dwell on this. Very cute. What do you think? Uh, do, you, do you have any thoughts on her predicament? Anna Kendrick. That was my first thought. Oh, shit. Of the celebrity lookalike. Okay. Hold on. Hold, let me read the email. Yep, <laughs> she asked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic so, Shelb nails another one. Now I'm trying to be your assistant. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about love I mean, or y- money? What do you Yeah, do you're you do? a goofball if you don't take the job. You have yeah. to absolutely take the job because if the relationship is worth its salt, it will figure itself out. But yeah, I mean, it, there's there's no reason to invest in something. You just find a new coworker to sleep with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you've found you've, um, you've proven yourself to be capable. I'm with you. Um, I um, money doesn't buy happiness, but it's pretty damn good. Yeah, it sure um, buys a stress free existence. Yeah, well, they, there's a lot of money doesn't buy happiness. They say, but then they also say every um, the number one thing couples fight about is money. Yeah. So, so what is it? You know, like, mm. and um, she's saying it's my dream job. I'm a career oriented woman. I've always put career over life, and I, I think, and she, the one thing that I disagree with her saying is, she says we all know that long distance relationships aren't good to. It's not a good way to start things. They're not really starting things. No, they already enjoy each other's company. They already fuck. He, she already left. A th- another relationship to be with this guy so she knows she's you know like they know each other but this sounds like she's insecure in her ability to remain faithful to him 
Interesting. Like, because she has already been in this long relationship. She cheated with this guy. Yeah. Granted, it was like this torrid affair. They love each other, and now they're finally in a place where they can focus on one-on-one relationship mm-hmm. stuff. And now if she goes away, she knows being a career-oriented person, she's going to now probably go with what's convenient, and whatever is available in that new environment is probably going to catch her eye. So not trust herself. Yeah. But at some Deep point, down, don't you think you grow up? Like, yeah. you know, like at some point, like I, 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 I'm a great example of that. <clears throat> yeah. I was a piece of shit. I, I was a huge dating piece of shit, hooking up random, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Didn't really treat people well, but was always upfront about it. So I considered Sh- myself an honest, good person. Sure. But yeah, now with the <laughs> girl for 11 years, like we're, we're great. I go on the road mm-hmm. all the time. There's no problems. Like, you know, it's, it, you can grow up. I, I, I think here's the thing though. It's a lot harder. I, I you know, I, I'm telling her to take the job. You mm-hmm. take the job because think of like, let's unravel it. You take the job, you go for six months, you realize you don't like the job as much as you liked being at home with the guy. You go, um, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go back to my old job. Or but you're already someone who does well, who was wanted for a six-figure job yes. to be moved. So you're obviously a great candidate for any job. You so got that title tr- level up, so now tr- you can only build tr- from that. Trust that. Mm-hmm. Trust the resume. So you can always unroll that and go, and you can look at your boyfriend and go, "I made a mistake. I'm gonna come back." And he can go, "Okay, great." Yeah. You know, he's obviously very supportive. He, I mean, he waited three years while you <laughs> were fucking sleeping in someone else's bed. So I. <laughs> I think the other way, now let's think of it the other way. She stays with this guy, and every argument she goes, I should have taken the fucking job. Every argument. I I left my husband for this. Right. This is, you know, like there's resentment there. Yeah. I don't think you'll ever have the resentment. Life is long. Life isn't too short. Life is way too fucking long. Yeah. So you have time to go and do this job. Fucking, you know, enjoy it. See how the dynamic works out. Give it six months. Do check-ins with your boyfriend. I'm not a long-distance relationship guy, Mm -hmm. but I am in a relationship now where, you know, the scheduling, just like you said, going on the road, like, we started in very uh, not easy circumstances and made it in our trying and making it work. Yeah. So and enjoying ourselves. So yeah, for a portion of your relationship, it is long distance. Yeah. Because you work elsewhere. Exactly. So I think for her... I think you, you you know, ten years from now, when you're in a mansion on top of the ski mountain with this dude, and he doesn't have to fucking work every day, you're gonna go, man. I'm happy I took that. Yeah, wow. Money does buy happiness. With your blonde kids and their onesie yeah. snowsuits, just carving black diamonds. Mama, will we be having avocado toast this morning again? No caviar for everybody. Also, it's way better to resent a job than a human being. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I completely. And the job can be undone. I know the thing about any work environment is it's fucking the walls come in on you. Yeah. And you think, I remember when I used to sell life insurance and I was at that job and I was like, there's a certain point where you're like, this is the only way to make (laughs) $100,000. Like you kind of convince it, like because you're around people who are successful in the thing you're doing. So you're always trying to aspire up when you never think of like the sideways. Yeah. You never think of like the other things outside of it. J Train Podcast. She looks like. What's that? Oh, shit. Jennifer Esposito. Who's Jennifer Esposito? She's an actress. Okay, from what? She's topless in the movie Crash, if you're interested. 
<laughs> Shelby, oh, now Shelby I, and I have a sick amount in common. That is hilarious. And she does look like her. Oh, wow, yeah. Shelby, holy fucking shit. This is probably the best one you've ever done. It's that, also a very nice compliment. Yeah, that is a She's specialized she, version of Asperger's you have. <laughs> Classic Shelb nails another nails one. Nails another one. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to do one more. Cool. For that, we are sponsored people. Care of, care of, care of. Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to get the right vitamins, supplements, and protein powders for your specific needs. Listen. I am someone who can't stop talking about trying to get in shape, wanting to get in shape, wanting to be healthy. And um, I, I think what people, you know, the best thing, the, the, the thing that you need when you want to get in shape and get healthy is consistency. Yeah. You want to wake up every morning, do the same thing. Take it out of your mind. Take the choice away. Take the, should I have eggs or bacon or should I be healthy? No, 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 no. You're going to have your vitamins and then the vitamins are going to make you go, I've already had the vitamins, so I have to have my, my, my good breakfast. And then I'm going to, I've already had the good breakfast. I'll have my snack. You know, like this keeps you on. I, 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 I can't speak to the legitimacy of all vitamins because I don't know. Yeah. I do know habits. I do know what feels good to wake up every morning and get your get your vitamins in and you know have your protein shake and really creating a program for yourself that's built on consistency and that's where care of comes in and falls a good time to like get into this shit falls a good refresh time this is when you want to do it so that's a good pattern for winter absolutely yeah get you in you need routine now because summer's over the trips are done long weekends are done you can have a full good week and listen you can take an online quiz and it lets you know exactly what you need so whatever if you're sitting there going i want to be more alert i want to i want to you know lose weight i want to have more energy take the online quiz it's easy and convenient uh care of order gets shipped right to your door in little daily packs. I love the daily packs because you can throw five in your bag if you're going away. Uh, and, and listen, they, they, can't, they make it easy to see where they source their ingredients from and ensure the highest quality of products. So listen, I want you guys to go right now. Um, you can go get 25% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's take. Take, take, take care of dot com, take care of dot com, take care of dot com. Code JTRAIN for 25% off. Get involved. We'll do one more. Hit that button, Shelby. One more email. <laughs> I, what do you want to do? I'll give you guest choice. Nice. I like this one. I now have his ex girlfriend's nipples. He called a whore, and I'm going to his brother's wedding. <laughs> he called ho- a whore, and I'm going to his brother's wedding in six days. Okay. Cock blocked. Can I date my dude's friends? Friends. Small penis problems. Adult bedwetter. I mean, I have like in common with all of these things. <laughs> Is uh, there- I think the whore. I guess I'm just interested to know what that is all about. You're taking a prostitute to a wedding. 
Oh, we have screenshots, so this is fun. I also have a fun story about that. My buddy Anthony, mm-hmm. th- he like he was single, good-looking guy. He's also like the most juiced-up Guido you've ever met in your life. I love and it. he was livid that he wasn't given a plus one invite. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know you were dating anybody. Yeah, He's like, I yeah. don't give a fuck. You always give me a plus one. And I'm like, okay. That's an obnoxious person. I mean, it was just a crazy but, thing. But like, plus people who, if you don't have a girlfriend-boyfriend and you bring a plus one... You're an obnoxious person. <laughs> don't, you don't think of other people's money. Yeah. You don't think of other people's, like, any, you don't think of anybody but yourself. <laughs> he recouped. He, he, he ended okay. up spending the money. But what was funny is that, like, we did it upstate in the Catskills, right? So it's like this whimsical yeah. country thing. And, of course, he brings some Instagram whore in a pink sequin dress. <laughs> they come and, walking in like uh, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, it's like even sluttier Jessica Rabbit shows up to my wedding and she's, Hilarious. you know, glistening all over the place. And, of course, they get into a knockdown drag-out fight 11 minutes into my wedding. She's hysterically <laughs> crying. She, like, wanders up to my friend John and his wife and she's like i just can't believe that like we're fighting and after four years is, together it, this, she says after four, four years. years together we're still fighting like this and my friend john goes i'm sorry what <laughs> and she goes for you and he's like don't you think it's weird that you've been dating for four years and you've never met any of us and what did she say <laughs> and she was like <laughs> just didn't ran exactly, towards a barn did, never <laughs> spent, to be seen again spent the rest of the night crying in a I cow mean, pasture that is that's <laughs> one of those things i mean i i'm not surprised because i get these dms and mm-hmm. patreon.com slash jared freed for 10 bucks a month you get the advice i i get these all the time i get emails here that are like that where they'll go you know the phone is 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 so um devious yeah emotionally because she's sitting there going i i love when someone says we've been doing this for four years and the guy's like oh it's been four like has no idea (laughs) and you know if because someone always looks at like you know those texts as like time spent right and it's like no no that's not what that was in between my life yeah exactly (laughs) i sent those during shit yeah (laughs) you were my poop girlfriend yeah you know (laughs) i moved (laughs) so can't think of anyone else i could go to with this you're truly doing the lord's work i moved out west in february and i've been seeing a guy here since then tonight he fell asleep while i was wide awake so i did the worst I've been. I moved out here in West in February. I've been seeing a guy since then. Tonight, um, <laughs> we get. Well, I've had seven guests come in yeah. that don't even come in here. <laughs> I moved out in West in February and have been seeing a guy here since then. Well, that's already bad. Mm-hmm. I think when you move somewhere new and you immediately get into something, it's like, all right, did you ever feel uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. You know, you. you I know. Moving's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be. And being somewhere new is uncomfortable. So you've made a lot when you're just when you've gotten together with someone right away. That means you stunted your growth. Stunted your growth, yeah. and also you've made um, rationalizations based on the dis- to fix the discomfort. Yeah. So you're not really acting like yourself, or you're just trying to fix this little thing that doesn't feel good. 
in any way you can. And, and it's very clearly a placeholder. Like, yes. you're, ju- you're just doing it while you're looking for your real life. Tonight he <laughs> fell asleep while I was wide awake. So I did the worst thing and went through his phone. I know. That's bad. But I don't think I would be did mad. Did you put his thumb <laughs> on the phone? Yeah, how'd she open it? But I don't think I would Paul be mad just, about... What's that? Paul's just retina up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it just opens an eyeball. Yeah. But I don't think I would be mad about anything unless it was really worth it. So my question is this. How mad should I be that he literally called a prostitute in January? I feel like this is now, uh, this is new and unexpected to me. I'd like to manage how I feel about his, this sooner than later. Did he save it under prostitute? They're called home? sex workers now. Se- oh, okay, sorry. I'm chastising her. <laughs> <laughs> He's best man in his brother's wedding this Saturday, and I was invited by his family, which is a big deal. A f- uh, it's out of state, and we've traveled together before, including back to meet home to meet my family already due to a family wedding. But now I'm worried. What the fuck am I supposed to do? To, uh, supposed to think of this? I know it was transactional. And that makes me feel somewhat better. But I'm still un- so unsure how to process this. Screenshot attacks. He attached. He goes on to give her his address and say she's, and she says she's two fifty, a half hour. Five hundred. I thought, I, I thought that hour. was weight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he might be into some other and, shit. And says she's here. So it happened. I went to. Pro- I want to process this before I have to act happy in front of the entire country club. Please, the country club. First of all, everybody there has also gotten a whore. Yeah, <laughs> everyone at that wedding. Don't How feel uncomfortable. How will I go to the country club knowing I've been with a man who's paid a woman? <laughs> How it's... can I shake Robert Kraft's hand knowing my boy was sullied by a woman of the night? I, I'm background. I'm 30. He's 32. I have tons of mutual friends, and otherwise, he's great. I just know I'm going to want to going to. Wa- I know I'm going to want to be mad about this. That's such a hilarious. That is wild. That's yeah. such a female thing where it's like, I'm going to want to get, I got to get this out of my system. It's like, I know something personally in my life is not going to work out. So I'm going to focus it all on this. <laughs> she took a picture. So I'm reading it now. Hi. Hey, Tiffany. Happy New Year. So this is January 6th. He sent that. Really going through. she moved through. there in February? Yeah. So oh, so this is none of her business. Happy New Year to you, too, she wrote. What are you doing tonight? Have I met you before? No, I don't think so. What can I do for you, hon? Are you available tonight? 11 p.m.? Not till 12.30. Late, but let's go. Are you affiliated with law enforcement at all? I am not. <laughs> so that's, that's her vetting system. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. I, I got to say. I love the people that still believe if you, ha- if you ask, you have to. Is that, w- is that why she's doing that? Yeah, it's like bis- been disproven in every movie <laughs> that has ever existed. So uh, what do we think? I mean, they. she says... I will say this. It's a little gross that he was like, are you available at night? And she's like, not until 1230. So she clearly had previous appointments. Let's yeah. hope she at least baby wiped. But yeah. I mean, the guy is not <laughs> concerned with cleanliness. No, and, and listen, he's he's on tilts January 6th. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a tough New Year's. Tough New Year's. He's just coming off that booze we talked about in the beginning. It all came uh-huh. full circle. He's just coming off, you know, feeling good about his body a little bit. Yes. He's like, I'll have one glass of wine now. And then it's like, oh, I'll have a shot and, a, you know, a prostitute. No, the Seahawks lost. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What did she do? How does she, does she bring it up? Yeah. Why did I mean, she look? Well, here's what I want to go back to. And, and what the question she's not at, at answering really, why'd she feel the need to go through his phone? What about, and, and yeah. go back to January. 
Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I mean, intentionally injecting the, conflict in her life. She sent this two days ago. Okay. So, like, you know what? I the the prostitute. Yeah, I wouldn't feel good about that either, knowing that I'm dating a guy who like as recently as within a month of us getting together like yeah. she says they moved out in february have been seeing each other guys since then so let's say they get together end of february beginning of january he's been with some uh been with a prostitute um she's not revealing like hey what made you look at his phone right she goes i did a bad thing Ooh, that's so bad but look what i found and it's like no 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 what made you do the bad thing? I think your thing is worse than him getting a prostitute. While not being with you. Yeah, but, well, it's a, it's a breach of trust. Like, his wasn't a breach of trust. Mm. He just ordered a lady because he was feeling terrible about himself, yeah. clearly. <laughs> and then he, but he didn't care about it. He had nobody in his life. Like, that was, that's technically okay. He seems super uptight to me. She does. Yeah. Mm. Loose, I don't know, but she up. can't, I understand where she's coming from because you can't unsee that. That's true. Yeah. But so now you you did the bad thing. You saw the thing. You have to deal with the thing. But let's go back. I'm asking her to go back further to say, what didn't you trust mm-hmm. that made you look? And and you and not only did you look in September, okay? It's <laughs> September. Let's yeah. remember that. <clears throat> she didn't find anything, but kept going back to texts in January. She didn't find anything during the duration of their relationship and still was like, I need to see if he's a piece of shit before so me. What's her problem? Why yeah. isn't she trusting this guy? Is it because you have trust issues? Is it because he's doing other things that make you not trust him? What conversation, other conversation that doesn't involve they are the there prostitute. Odd, are there odd generic party services charge on his credit card every month? <laughs> Does he have a yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, there's a there's a number of things that I get to before I get to Yeah. Well, I saw that you were with a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And and I I know that's she's going, Well, you guys you guys are men, you're gro- no, you're not taking this serious no 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 we're no, I am. Yeah, I'm taking it pretty seriously. Yeah, I, I'm not sitting here saying that we're like jealous of him for going to a prostitute. We're saying you kept scrolling. Yeah. Why? What to, to before you were together? And I think it's important if she does bring this up, she has to be able to to basically lay out how she was a piece of shit for doing this. Yeah, and it, but it, but I think in that process she has to suss out. Why didn't you trust it? So right. that could be what the discussion is about. Yeah, and yeah. I don't even bring up the prostitute. I go, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like I don't trust you because you never call me back or you, you're always disappearing. If, if, if the reason she went, you need to figure out why you went through the phone. If it's a you problem, you need to see a, you need to see a professional. For sure. If it's a, or a pay guy, for Patreon or pay for Patreon and you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a professional, but I'm saying this is the advice. Like if it's a, if it's, if it's something that you're like, well, I don't, he won't, he keeps saying we're not together. Okay, well, now yeah, I kind of yeah. get that. Yeah, totally. But she didn't write that in her email. So this is like a question that leads to more questions to me. Like, yeah. I can't, yeah, if you want to bring it up, yeah, you're going to fucking start, but like, you're going to ruin the wedding uh, because, right. because you didn't trust him for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, don't start the prostitute fight at the wedding. No, yeah, at his Either, brother's it, wedding. Yeah, don't. Stop everything. Does anyone object? <laughs> I do to this guy fucking a whore. <laughs> what? Can you imagine? <laughs> what? This isn't my day. 
<laughs> so that that's uh J Train Podcast or Gmail.com. Mike Cannon, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks so much for having me. I uh, appreciate listen, it. Listen, all of you right now, go follow Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon. Uh, Village Underground, November 4th. Two shows, taping a special, big night, classic shelf. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support, get involved. I'm Jared Free. The album, Always a Mama Bear, is out right now. Stream it on everything. Hit Make that it number thumbs one. Thumbs up. Make it number one. Thumbs up. Share, share, share. Um, I'm going to be in... Uh, where the fuck am I? <laughs> I'm going to be in... Um, uh, Skyline Comedy Club, Appleton, Wisconsin. Appleton, Wisconsin, a week from today. Uh, oh, I'm there on Thursday night, too. So the 3rd nice. through the 5th, Appleton, Wisconsin, uh, jaredfree.com. Also, the U Up Tour. If you're in any of these cities and you're not coming to these shows, you're a fucking idiot. Um, Miami, Orlando, <laughs> uh, Atlanta, Nashville. We got Joey Fatone Ooh, is the guest for the Orlando show. That's so good. We are working on an Atlanta guest. We're working on a Miami guest. We have Jed. Oh, where he was discovered, Orlando. He lives there. Holy shit. Yeah, that's so cool. It's pretty cool. You so, got to get into Lou Pearlman. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Nashville, Jed from The Bachelorette, the evil, the guy everyone hates, your boy J-Train's going to ask the questions you want answered. Oh, hell yeah. So come on out. Someone already got DM me was like, I'm mad you're having Jed. He's, he's been mean to women. And you know, I'm like, yeah, that's why we're having him on. Yeah. It's going to be fucking entertaining. That's the guy that was on Bachelor in Paradise that went crazy? Don't know. I, I haven't gotten that far. I'm oh, okay. Way behind. But I, he's the guy that... She chose, Hannah chose him, and then he goes, and then he, she found out he basically was dating someone without being <laughs> oh, yeah. in a relationship. <laughs> okay. And then, and I said, well, what I love about his situation is a lot of people deal with the guy like that, who's yeah. like basically dating them, but not admitting to the label, so then they can a- cheat. Right. <laughs> and right. it's like, and then the girl was like, well, I can't believe there's so many other people you could have in Nashville, and then like rattled off all these people that would be boring. <laughs> it's like... All right, you can go agree to agree in your fucking closet with someone else you agree with. Uh, we're going to have a fun guest on that's going to fucking, the crowd's going to be throwing tomatoes. Yeah, hell yeah. So come on out to those shows. JTrainPodcast.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.